Welcome to the Kindness Podcast. I'm Nicole Phillips. Dennis Seed describes himself as a musky fishing, joyful living, light giving warrior of truth. I know him best as the guy who did that awesome act of kindness to the crabby lady in the coffee shop drive through. Would you start, Dennis, by telling us what happened that day when you passed by a local coffee shop? I was had already been in there and had my coffee, and it was time for me to leave. And I'm leaving, and here comes another vehicle, and they must think I'm going to go to the drive through And instead of, you know, slowing down, they actually sped up, and you know, she actually gunned it <laughs> so she can get in line ahead of me. And, you know, much to my dismay, I just smiled and uh, as she zoomed by. And then I thought about it for a minute, and I thought, you know, I'm not going to let her get away with that. So I parked my car and um, went inside, and there was no line, so I told the uh, barista what had happened, and I said, I just want to buy that person's coffee. I don't remember what it was she ordered, and so I bought it, and then I just left, and it was just a fleeting moment of grace, and it, it just felt really good. You know, I was at choice that moment, and I my choice was... Why would I let a total stranger, someone I've never met before, never going to see again, influence how I'm going to feel about my day? And so that's that's what I did. And you believe that we always have a choice, right? Yeah, we are. We're always at choice. Our circumstances that we are blessed with aren't necessarily always in our control, but our attitudes and our responses to them we always have a choice. You know, the word blessings and burdens, mm -hmm. they begin and end with the same letters, but it's what's in the middle. We get to determine how we, you know, how we look at that. I, I read a book one time and they kept saying, why is this happening for me instead of to me? And it took me a long time to really think about and understand that concept. And so that fleeting moment of grace that happened more than 1,200 days ago, here we are talking about that today. And mm. that's, that's just fascinating me. It's amazing to me because I realized that kindness is uh, really a superpower. It extends beyond time, space, creed, or race. It's a universal language. I mean, it's experiential, it grows exponential, and the results are monumental. I could have gone back to my office that day and griped about it and who anybody and you know, not done that act of kindness and everybody would have listened to me and then they would have all shared their similar stories and I could have probably milked that for a week. <laughs> and but I, I chose not to do that. And here we are having a conversation about it today. And I'm sure the ripples are are widespread because I wonder what the baristas thought when you walked in there and did that. I wonder what stuck with them from that. Did they give you any reaction that day? She really didn't. She just said, you know, okay, um, it's somebody. I used to frequent that coffee shop uh, quite a bit. It was one of the, you know, the people that I knew. And I think I was kind of in a hurry. Mm -hmm. So I didn't spend much time because I realized it really wasn't about me. And I realized that kindness is a gift to be freely given without any reservation, without any exception, without any expectation. 
And can I give you an example of what I mean by that? Please do, because that just sounds tricky to me. It's a gift to be given freely without any reservation and without any expectation. It just seems like it goes against human nature. So I walk into a store and there's somebody that's coming up right behind me. And so I choose to open the door for them. Okay. Mm -hmm. That is a simple act of kindness, right? And my reward for that completely and fully is in the act itself. That person may turn to me and say, thank you. Mm -hmm. That's a bonus. That isn't expected. That is a bonus. Because the next time I do it, what if that person doesn't turn and say, thank you? Was my act of kindness less genuine? Was it less important? If I chose to have an outside influence regarding it, then it was. But it was my choice to be kind. The act itself is where the reward for it is. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. But I think that sometimes, I mean, we talk about... um, you know, you want your inside influence to say, yes, I just, I genuinely just want to do this. I don't need anything back. If they say thank you, awesome. But for me, human nature says to me, now, that woman didn't even take the time to look me in the eye when I did that. She didn't even say thank you. You know, and and all Mm -hmm. of a sudden, you take this beautiful moment that really should be internal, and you allow external influences to kind of kill it. It's very possible. But you realize that we, you know, I don't know if that individual, like going to the coffee shop that day, maybe she was late for an appointment. Maybe she was supposed to pick up coffee for the whole office. I don't know. But I realized in that moment, she was having a very human experience. Okay. Mm -hmm. We all have very human experiences. And when we choose to not judge them, but just to look at them for what they are, then we have a choice on how we want to respond to them. I have a slogan for myself, inside influences. My mind, my body, my soul. I have total control on how I think, how I you know, take care of myself, and what I read and what influences I allow to dictate my, my behavior. So in that circumstance... I am 100% at choice. It doesn't mean the ego doesn't say, really, you couldn't say thank you? I mean, I'm not saying that doesn't <laughs> cross my mind, but I just, I actually just kind of, kind of chuckle when certain things are, you know, when people behave a certain way. When you just observe them as like an uninterested third party, sometimes they can be funny. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they can be, you know, uh, mystical. Sometimes they defy how I might behave, but I realize that I'm not that person. I'm in control of my responses and my actions. And it sounds like you are responding to something that's inside of you versus reacting to an outside influence. Do you have any practical tips for how people get to that point? How do we get to that level? It's, It's like going to the gym on a daily or three times a weekly basis, working out and exercising and building your muscles. This is a practice. I can't say I'm where I'm at because I'm gifted at this or that I'm smarter or better looking than anybody or anything like that. 
It's simply awareness. And then and the next thing would be acceptance without any judgment. And then I can choose inspired action. So it's a practice. Okay. It's a, mm-hmm. and you, you work on it and you, and it's amazing the opportunities that come before you that, that come in front of you. Do you really think that uh, 1,200 days ago when that event happened, that I'd be sitting here talking to you about this today? There is a 0% chance that I thought that was going mm-hmm. to happen. Mm-hmm. But I just detached from it, and the blessings of that single act of kindness is still paying, is paying dividends today. And it's paying dividends in my life, too, because when you first told me that story, it stuck with me. It was so different for me because I realized that I do live my life or I did live my life as a reaction to the people around me and to the things around me. And and I thought, wait a minute, I there's a different way to do this. I could I could just. <laughs> use kindness as an offensive weapon to, you know, to love on people around me who maybe, you know, have hurt my feelings. Right. And so I love to share that coffee shop story just as an example to other people that you too have the ability to to let something totally ruin your day. That was none of your, it wasn't your problem to begin with, but it, you're gonna, it's going to become your problem. And like you say, you go to the office and you talk about it and you gripe about it. Or you were able to drive away, go back to your office with, I would imagine, a little bit of a smirk in your, in your heart because you knew that you really did get the upper hand with kindness. Right. And that's, that's like you said, you, you can you call it like a weapon, or, but it's, it's, a, it's an operating model and it's a method that is, you know, it, it's a universal, it's a universal truth. That's what's so beautiful about it. It isn't something that, you know, the, the great writers came up with that concept or the great philosophers. They wrote about it, they talked about it, they lived it, but it's a universal truth. That's why it is so effective. So, you know, I ask myself in situations the following question internally. Whatever, my next action, my next response, what I may say, what I may do, I because I'm all, I'm all about, you know, if someone says what matters to you, Dennis, inner peace. That's what matters to me. Whatever that is for you, that can be your choice. But I ask myself, will this next thought, this next statement, this next action, will this bring me closer to inner peace or will it take me further from it? Mm, that's a really great practical tip, I think. And because I think that, that sometimes we can talk about the philosophies of kindness and and people listening may say, well, that's great for you. You're a deep thinker and you figured it out. But give me a nuts and bolts. How do I implement this right. in my life today? And so that's a great right. one. Will this bring me closer to inner peace or will it bring me further from inner peace? Right. And, and, and that's a pretty, it's, you can kind of see the needle go one direction or the other. Sometimes it might be right in the middle, but most of the time it's, you know, it's it's going to go to one one side or or the other, and when events happen, my first response now is that's interesting. That when you say it's interesting, then it's not a judgment. If you can let go of the judgment of it, because I'm looking at it through my lens. Well, why is my lens better, or more important, or more right 
than your lens. It's just my lens based on my experiences, based on how I was raised, based on the people that I've surrounded myself with. And that all may be great, but it doesn't make it better and it doesn't make it more right than than what you do or what you say or what you think. It's just about letting letting go of judgment and just being in that moment and you know, I mean, I don't know who said it or it's like what's the greatest kindness? You know, I mean it really comes down to that. In this situation, what is my greatest what is my greatest kindness? In that situation it was I felt really good. I mean and I mean I obviously felt good enough about that that I wanted to share it with you. And it was really cool that I knew you and I knew that you would read it and then and then you you know, you end up putting it in the paper. I mean so I had, you know, that, that massaged my ego that made me feel really good. But if you can take something like that and then inspire others to, you know, to do the same, then that's, I think that's good. And it happened naturally, organically. It just happened. So back to this question of, will this bring me closer to inner peace? And you say that those words, inner peace, it could be something different for someone else. What about, what are your thoughts on if the question is, will this bring me closer to happiness? We hear this happiness versus joy. Um, you know, I hear that a lot within the realm and the conversation of kindness. But what are your thoughts on that? On well, to me, that word happiness is fleeting. Okay, I'm a baseball fan. The Minnesota Twins won last night. Now I'm happy. Okay, they lose today. Now I'm unhappy. It changes with the direction of the wind. It changes with, with the direction. Happiness is a response we have based on outside or external influences, and that's been my experience. When you look at joy, joy is a state of being. Joy is a mindset. That is something that just, you know, whether, I mean, I enjoy baseball, okay? So watching a game or listening to a game brings me joy, Okay. If they win or lose, then that's that's the external response to happiness. So that's where I I, I think our I mean we have what a hundred thousand or a couple hundred thousand words in our English language, and we have so many of them that mean specific things. And to, I, so I don't think interchanging joy and happiness. I think they are totally different words. They have totally different meanings. Joy is internal. It's a state of mind. It's a sense of being. Happiness is fleeting. It's based on outside circumstances. I think anyone listening right now would think, oh, this man is a philosopher or a professor of, of a, a, some deep school of thought. But you are a financial guy. You're a CPA, right? Correct. Yep. I'm just in the, I have 31 years of experience in the financial services industry. That is... That is my my background, but I have always been a, a deep thinker. But I look at myself as more of a vessel. I can draw on experiences, and for some reason, I've been given the gift of perspective. And if I have an opportunity to share that perspective, then then I will do that. And that's that's what's kind of fun about today. And it's neat that you can um, you can be 
uh, let's say it, you can be a financial guy that can be your day job and, and kindness and philosophy and thinking about things and sharing perspective can be part of just who you are in general. I think there are probably, you know, sometimes I think, well, I'm a mom. That's what I do. I just, I'm a mom. And then you forget that that's one segment of who you are, but there is a whole being of who you are that um, leads into and helps with what you do when you get paid to do things. Well, I think we're all like a plaid suit. This thread is our one part of us. This thread is another part of us. This thread is another part of us. They're all colors, and that's that's what that's what shapes us. Maybe you have more than one color, so that may be your dominant. But uh, underlying, there, all those threads make up who we are. I will never look at a plaid suit again the same way. I love it. I totally love it. Dennis, tell me, did you always throughout your adult life have this um, reacting versus responding? You know, will this bring me closer to inner peace? Those sorts of those sorts of questions, those sorts of, of tools in your toolkit. Did you have those your whole adult life or did something happen along the way that rewired your brain toward kindness? Well, I, I think that um, I probably, the foundation of that was there for me, but I think experiences in life bring you to situations where you you are, uh, where I was at choice, but you're in a situation where I need to make a decision and this is the direction that I'm going to go. So I have I've read, I mean, I've worked with work with coaches. I've gone to seminars. I've done all types of things. I just, I love the, the human experience. I love hearing people's joys, their successes, their sorrows, their challenges. Um, we all have them to, in, to different degrees or, or different levels. And when you get an opportunity to listen to other people, share their experiences and share their blessings and share their challenges we can all we, we can all learn from that and and adapt to that so the answer is no i didn't always have that i think it was always part of me but just choosing to work on myself has um and time has you know brought brought them brought them out of me there's a picture of a man fishing on Facebook, and the sky is this variety of shades of pinks and purples. And it's there are clouds in the sky, but the clouds are almost backlit from this beautiful sunlight that kind of peeks through it. Um, the man in the picture is in the process of casting uh, a fishing line. Um, and you wrote next to that picture, this captures my very essence why do you say that? Because it is everything that I am in in God's image, because I am, God made me to be a fisherman. He has given me opportunities. He's given me experiences that can't be, can't be measured. You know, if you could measure joy, you know, with a meter or a machine, cannot be measured. They're beyond, it's beyond time. It's beyond measure. It's beyond our human human understanding. So when when I when I'm on the lake, when I am fishing, either nothing else matters or everything else makes perfect sense. Whatever however you may look at it, but 
it just captures the very essence of of who I am. My my frailty, my vulnerability, my but my willingness and my acceptance. Just it's all it's an all encompassing uh, photo. Your willingness to to cast that line once again and once again and once again. Just willingness to participate in uh, participate in life. Yeah. You know, it all starts with willingness. It really does. Dennis Sieb, thank you so much for talking with me today. I appreciate it. Thank you for the opportunity. That was kindness advocate Dennis Sieb. Thanks for listening to The Kindness Podcast. It is produced by WOUB Public Media and relies heavily on the kindness of engineer Adam Rich. I'm Nicole Phillips. We hope you'll subscribe to The Kindness Podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or NPR One.